2: Today's good luck is a light margarine. Light in flavor. Light on your tongue. Just like the high priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light. Guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No
3: oily aftertaste. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.
2: Good morning,
1: Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie, what are you doing in a house dress? No, I thought I'd clean you upstairs this morning. Oh, no, you're not. You know perfectly well that I made an appointment for you at the doctor's oh. without any breakfast, so put that orange juice down. I am not going to any doctor. Oh, yes, you are. You are going to have a complete checkup. Now, we had this all out last all night. Right, I am not going to have you worried that something is wrong with you, when I'm sure nothing is, but you are going to put your mind at rest. I am not worried about anything. I feel fine. Now, we're going to pay for the checkup, dear. Just oh, don't worry about the money. I am not. You march right back I... upstairs and get ready. Put on your blue silk because your appointment is... Oh, dear, now, I wrote it down. I think it was my... Wait a minute. Written by the phone in the front hall. Now, let me check. I am not
0: going to any doctor. Well, I don't
2: see how you can get out of it. She made the appointment. Now, look, I... it won't do you any harm anyhow. I want you to
0: tell her the truth.
2: Oh, Aunt if you have a heart, will you? What? You know how she is about this European thing. I, I can't just up and tell her. i got to figure out the right way to say it. Now, give me time.
0: Well, when I get to the doctor's office, I shall tell the doctor what this is all about, and then I shall walk out.
2: All right, all right, whatever you want, but just go along with this for the time being, anyhow, will you, for my sake? Here
1: we are, here we are. I couldn't find it. I had it written on the telephone book. (laughs) Here, now, your appointment is for 9 o'clock sharp without any breakfast. Now, Aunt Effie, please go change your dress now. Well, this is just nonsense. That's all I can say. Just nonsense. Oh, dear, I do hope nothing is wrong with now, her.
2: No, 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 don't worry. Well, as
1: soon as she leaves, I'm going to call the doctor, and I'm going to say that no matter what kind of a fuss Aunt Effie makes, no matter what she says about feeling just fine, the doctor Renning is to use whatever strategy is necessary so that Aunt Effie has a complete checkup, blood tests, x-rays, and everything.
2: Yeah, but I don't think it's necessary to call the doctor. Well,
1: I am going to. You know how Aunt Effie is, and I know she's terribly worried, but she just won't admit it. And I'm going to make sure the doctor doesn't let her go without a checkup.
2: When someone in your house is sick with a contagious illness, naturally you want to help protect the rest of the family. Well, first, of course, see that everyone gets the proper rest and diet, avoids chilling and fatigue. But as a special safeguard, disinfect the sick room regularly with Lysol. Lysol destroys disease germs and many deadly viruses on contact. Use Lysol brand disinfectant when you clean anything the patient touches. Get Lysol today, either regular or the new pine scent.
0: Sorensen? Oh. Well, I thought my niece, Mrs. Piper, said that Dr. Renning was a woman.
3: She is. Yes, she's my wife, but I'm afraid she's delivering a baby right now, so I said I'd talk to you. I'm Dr. Davies.
0: Well, it really doesn't make any difference. This is just. Oh! All utter nonsense. Anyhow, I just feel fine.
3: Yes, yes, of course. Well, it's the best time to have a checkup, isn't it?
0: I'm not having any checkup, and I intend to explain what I'm doing here at once.
3: Now, if you'll just answer a few routine questions so I can fill out your history.
0: It is not necessary at all. There's no point in wasting the paper. Oh,
3: it's not really wasting any paper. It doesn't cost me that much. I have them printed up by the thousands anyway. And while you're talking, I can be filling it out. And if we don't need it, why, I'll just crumple it up and throw it in the wastebasket. How's that? Fair enough?
0: <laughs> well, I guess so. Name, Miss
3: Effie Sorensen, right?
0: Effie Agatha Sorensen.
3: Effie Agatha Sorensen. Thank you. Now, well, it's really very silly for you to fill that house, you know. You were going to explain something to me, Miss Sorensen? Oh, yes.
0: Well... Mother's name? Lydia. Lydia Sorensen. Well, the reason the whole thing is so ridiculous, you see, my nephew, Mr. Piper, suddenly got offered this job in the same company, but a different job, traveling round in this country, and I guess he's going to go to Europe and South America, wherever this Mr. Cranshaw wants him to go. Well, that sounds pretty nice. Your father's name? (laughs) Frank. Yes, it is nice. Well, you see what happened when he came home. My nephew, Mr. Piper, that is. Yeah. Well, he told Mrs. Piper, my niece, his wife. Oh,
3: yes, I know, I know. Well,
0: he told her about this job, and she's always wanted to go to Europe.
3: I see. Well, my goodness, haven't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Now, what is the date of your birth,
0: Miss Sorensen? I am old enough to vote. Well, yes,
3: of course. Now, you were saying...
0: Uh, I was saying that my niece jumped to the conclusion that she was going to Europe on this business trip with him. And he should have told her right then and there, but he didn't. And now, of course, she's talked about it so much that he finds it hard to tell her she's not going.
3: Oh, yes, I see. Well, that is a problem. What childhood diseases did you have, Miss
0: Sorensen? I had measles, mumps, and chickenpox. Anyhow, yesterday, or was it the day before? No, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I tried to warn her that she might not be going to Europe by saying that... Well, I should explain that I always told her if she went on a trip, I would take care of the house and the children. Yeah,
3: that's very nice of you. Did you ever have pneumonia?
0: Well, I had something my mother said was pneumonia, but the doctor said it was not. Of course, the doctor we had there, I forget his name, but he was a cousin of the Ligwells. And Ralph Ligwell never amounted to a raw pins, nor did any of the Ligwells. Yes, well... And Mother said that if Dr. Ligwell would pay as much attention to his patients as he did to all the pretty girls...
3: Well, then I'm sure he must have paid attention to you, Miss Florence.
0: <laughs> well, I was only ten, but I remember him just as well as if it was yesterday... He was handsome. I'll say that for him.
3: Yes. Well, have you ever had an operation for anything? tonsillitis appendicitis?
0: And nothing. I have never been really sick a day in my life. Now, what was I talking about?
3: Mrs. Piper, your oh. niece, going to Europe with her mm-hmm. husband on business?
0: Yes, yes. Well, yesterday I tried to warn her that she might not be going. And what I said was that I didn't think she should count on it so that I might get sick and... Well, I did say I might drop dead. (laughs) Well, it's just an expression. I was only using it like that. Well, she immediately thought I was worried about my health. And I can assure you that I feel just fine.
3: Well, I'm very glad you do, Miss Sorensen. But after all, as we get along in years, it doesn't do any harm for us to have a checkup, now does it?
0: Well, you may be getting along in years, but I feel just the same as I always have. Do you tire easily? I am never tired. Most of the time, I live with my sister in a big old house in Dart Center. I do all the spring house cleaning myself. Furthermore, I turn all the mattresses every week. Ah, that's,
3: that's very commendable. Yes. Do you take vitamins, Miss Sorensen?
0: I don't go for all these newfangled notions. An apple a day keeps the doctor away.
3: <clears throat> well, it helps. I guess, however, that vitamins have done an awful lot of people a lot of good. I sometimes think maybe I should take them. I certainly get tired. You're very lucky.
0: Do you eat calves, liver, best thing in the world for you, filled with iron? You're probably anemic.
3: Well, the trouble is we doctors never take time off to get checked out for ourselves. you know. And the truth of the matter is we doctors are the biggest babies in the world. I hate being stuck with a needle.
0: Why, there's nothing to it. I know, I know. That's what
3: I tell my patients But Heaven knows when I last had a blood test. <laughs> I keep putting it off. You know how mm-hmm. it is.
0: Stick out your tongue. Well... You're certainly not eating right at all. You probably don't get enough sleep. Doctors never take care of yourself. I feel
3: fine. It's just that I get so tired all the time.
0: Well, everybody gets tired. Well, I... Even I mean,
3: you, Miss Sorensen? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> just don't like to admit it. Now, look here. If a doctor admits to you that he hates a hypodermic, surely there isn't anything you can't admit to him.
0: Well, I... Well, just lately I but I'm sure it's nothing.
3: Now, Miss Sorensen, you sit down and let's have a heart-to-heart talk, as they say in storybooks.
2: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Schools are only buildings, but they're much more to parents whose children attend them. With your children and mine in those buildings, they take on an importance to the great degree that they influence the futures of our young people. Schools are only buildings, but to ignore them is to ignore those precious futures. We do the very minimum for our young if we take part in our community efforts to build better schools. If we do less, we flagrantly shortchange our own. If your community is like mine, the chances are there's a real and growing need for better schools, better school rooms, higher teaching standards, New textbooks, and more room. Now, this miracle won't come about without help from all of us. If you want to give that help, but you don't know how, write to Better Schools, 9 East 40th Street, New York, 16, New York. That's Better Schools, 9 East 40th Street, New York, 16, New York. Hey, you mean Aunt Effie's been at the clinic all day? All day?
1: Yes, dozens of tests. I'm so worried. She called between the eye and the ear, nose, and throat test and said she felt like a guinea pig.
0: Mm,
2: boy, I bet she's fit to be tired. Why? Well, I just mean, you know, she said she hated traipsing around in those dinky little white capes that hardly cover you. Oh,
1: well, nobody notices. I, I asked the doctor to rush the report so we'd know, and Aunt Effie wouldn't worry, so... Now,
2: look, I mean, relax. I mean, Aunt Effie's all right.
1: <laughs> oh, oh coming in the back door. Oh, she came home in a taxi, I didn't And he Hello, Aunt Effie. Oh, well, just as I told you, they couldn't find a
0: thing wrong with me. Not a thing. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. Now, don't you feel better? No, well, I'm just a little bit anemic. We both are.
2: You both are? The
0: doctor. Hasn't had a blood test in years. Made him get one right along with me. and We both got to take some iron and some vitamin pills.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that must be the oh, doctor. Sorry. I told him to call me.
2: Well, you've had quite a day, Aunt Effie. It's my fault, too. I'm no, sorry. No, you don't
0: need to be. No. Not that I really needed to have a checkup, but it is something you hate to do, and you do put it off. And... Wait a minute.
2: You mean, you mean you've mean you been worried, really?
0: I didn't say that at all. I I just mean that... Well, it's nice to know you're all right. I will say that. The doctor says you'll probably outlive us all that. <laughs> well, I do feel just fine. Well, I should say I feel even better, thanks to you, dear. Oh, she is so thoughtful of others, so sweet.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. That's why it's been so hard to tell her that mm. she's not going to Europe with me. Well, I better face it before it gets any more involved. Oh. I'll tell her tonight. Oh,
0: no, 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 don't tell her tonight. She'd well. be so unhappy. I couldn't stand it. And I feel so good right now, I want to enjoy my good health.
2: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Boy, it is a good feeling to have the doctor say you're fit as a fiddle, isn't it? mm mm-hmm. One of these days, I guess I ought to go. Oh,
0: oh yes. You're having your check-up Saturday. The doctor said he hadn't seen you in a long time, so I made an appointment for you. Saturday, 9 o'clock. No
2: reference. Me? Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. No, no, look here. I ain't happy. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> great go-togethers. Delicious Campbell's tomato soup and crackers. So good for lunch, for snacks, anytime. Campbell's tomato soup and crackers. You get all the goodness and nourishment of those special Campbell's sun-ripened tomatoes. The goodness of vitamins, proteins, and minerals. Have some crisp crackers, too, and what a treat. Serve your family Campbell's tomato soup and crackers often. By the way, have you had your soup today? <laughs> The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and John Boris and is produced by Walter Hart.